There was a time when flaunting a fake would have been considered a faux pas. But for a new generation of shoppers, buying real is the no-no. If I get a compliment on something like, oh, nice shirt, I'll be like, oh, thanks, it was only a euro, and that's like a win, you know? The Marc Jacob bags. Only like 25 quid, I stuck my toesy quid instead of paying what? Yeah. 200 euro. <laughs> I went away and on the floor was the fake Michael Kors, and I was like, I will get two. According to EU research, 37% of 15 to 24 year olds bought at least one fake product in 2022, up from 14% in 2019. Yeah, usually bags or maybe sunglasses. Fake jeans. Real denim is kind of expensive these days. My Louis Vuitton bag is fake. Yeah, it's the exact same. Like, Do you get compliments for it and everything? Yeah, people are like, oh, is that real? And I'm like, I don't have four grand to be spending <laughs> on a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> so why are Gen Z repping replicas? And how did counterfeits become cool? 40% of Gen Zers say they're spending le- uh, less money this year than last, but another 40% say they're spending less money on clothes. Chris Beer is a data journalist with consumer insights company GWI. Which brings us on to various trends that we've seen on social media this year that I think are testament to how squeezed their finances are. One is dupes, you know, the knockoff products that get recommended on social media. Another is de-influencing. The way we see it, those are largely in the same category. They are, if you like, cultural changes, uh, changes in shopping behaviour that are, you know, manifest of the the state of the economy we're seeing where inflation is high and people's money isn't going as far as it used to. Like, if it looks good, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I make no f- money, so, yeah. like, I can't really get any branded stuff anyway. Because prices are so high, especially for students, they kind of have to rely on fakes. And you have a gorgeous uh, Prada bag here. Read or fake? <laughs> fake. Would you believe? <laughs> I go into Brown Thomas and have a look, but can never afford it, so they have to do. A really interesting one is that we're seeing fewer people identify themselves as affluent or, you know, say they buy the premium versions of products than any point since 2020, since the beginning of the pandemic, really. And I think it all pays testament to the fact of, you know, if friends of yours have been laid off or maybe they've had to move out of their, their house or their flat because they can't afford the rent, you probably feel a bit self-conscious about going on social media and, you know, showing off what you've you've bought recently. You know, if they're going to share anything, it's probably about how savvy they're being. You know, people are still going on there and looking for status, if you like, particularly young people. It's something that's always important to them, regardless of where the economy is at. But I'd say now they want to be seen as the savviest shopper, if you like, or they were the one that looks the most to find this amazing deal. I feel like just at the moment on social media, everyone is thrifting. So yeah, I definitely feel like the influence is there online to kind of push people towards shopping more kind of smart. 24-year-old Alex Morgan is a stylist from Dublin and she sees frugal flexing taking off among her generation. Like especially on TikTok and stuff, it's just constant thrift hauls. Um, Gen Z is just loving it. Yet another thrift haul. This one is from the gods. I went thrifting. And this has to be the best thrift haul I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I always see ways to check on like fake websites. I don't know if I can say the names because they can never say their names on TikTok. It's always like cryptic messages. But yeah, I'm kind of showing like good sellers and places that are like trustworthy and stuff like that online. And there's even some on TikTok that actually sell through the TikTok platform and Instagram as well. So there's loads and loads and loads of information out there for people if they want it. You need Cuccinelli dupes, don't we all? Here's a way you can find dupes for just about anything. Have you ever wondered how influencers find all the dupes on Amazon? Let me show you. 
How to find the best dupes, part 14. Our generation is a little bit more Moorish, I think, when it comes to kind of fashion and like having kind of bits to choose from. So I think people would prefer to have more fakes than maybe one actual designer bag. I feel like the quality of the fakes that are around now as well, they're like so, so good. Like you'd never be able to tell. So we have two bags in front of us here. They're both purport to be Chanel. Mm -hmm. One is slightly larger than the other. Which do you think is real and which is fake? Can I pick it up and have a look? Please. Yeah. Oh my God, these are absolute beauties anyway. I was gonna, I'm saying the smaller one just from looking at them. That one's bigger. It looks a little bit different. I think that one's fake. I think that one's fake, right? It's the real one? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ella de Guzman is the owner of luxury consignment store Shopa Ella. The average person probably wouldn't be able to tell. Like I can tell for on, sometimes me and my friends will play games when we're on nights out. We say, okay, yeah, that's a fake Chanel, that's a fake Louis. Like, look at the strap. You're dealing with, you know, really sophisticated counterfeit bags that are coming from Dubai, coming from Italy, coming from Hong Kong. They've been known to open up stores that say Chanel and it's actually not Chanel, you know, in China. So it, it's that it's that good. At the same time that dupes are getting better, the real versions are getting worse. If we're suffering from staff shortages here, imagine all the, at the workshops in France, same thing, right? It's hard to find really talented craftspeople to make these things. I've gone to Louis Vuitton and asked to see five bags of the same style because I want one with the, mo with the monogram perfectly straight. Probably there's just more time and care put into it than now. Everything's so fast now. And so the difference in quality between replicas and genuines is not just less obvious, it's just less. This is a fake bag. It's a Christian Dior. I bought it off one of the Instagram pages, so they obviously ship it from China and then we, we get it here for a tenth of the price. <laughs> Have you gotten many compliments on it? Yeah, actually I was in Brown Thomas and the woman in Christian Dior complimented me on it. And she obviously didn't realise it was fake. Maybe she did and maybe she was taking the hand out of me and I didn't realise, but I thought she was genuine. Replicas have made their way so firmly into the Gen Z zeitgeist that fakes aren't just for fashion, they're also for fun. Sometimes it's an allure, I think. Oh, there was a thing on TikTok about her. Everyone was like getting the kind of like Gucci bags and they were like filming these lads on beaches, you know, like saying they're like, I've got Gucci, you know, like sort of, you know, instead of Gucci, like all these spelling mistakes. Chris Beer at GWI says this subversive signalling is part of the eat the rich politics popular with today's youth. There's certain parts of media at the moment where I suppose they're very interested in portraying very wealthy people in a morally dubious light, if you like. So Succession would be a good example of uh, something like Knives Out. You know, that sort of um, anti-wealth, maybe anti-elite mentality that has been there for a few years ongoing in some ways. But I think because of all the things we've just talked about has taken on new relevance. But Ella warns that far from sticking two fingers to the man, the industry of the fake directly targets the world's most vulnerable. The organisations that are producing these, we don't know who they are. They, they operate in the dark. The money that comes from the counterfeit trade is also funding other illegal activities. I don't think people actually know that because no one's really talking about it. It's funding child trafficking. It's funding the illegal, illegal arms race. Like it's funding all these, all these horrible things. Like that's what you're effectively supporting anytime you purchase a counterfeit bag. The counterfeit trade is illegal, right? So if you see any business in Ireland selling a counterfeit bag, it is illegal. It's crazy. Like the, the government literally just turns a blind eye. I get sent Instagram profiles that are actively selling counterfeit goods and the address is Dublin. 
like how are these places allowed to operate like how are they even passing through customs because that's just if it's illegal like illegal is illegal it's like basically selling drugs online we asked Gardaí for information on the latest counterfeit seizures, but they told us no spokesperson was available. Ella says that without intervention from on high, customers can continue to dupe themselves into blissful ignorance, and they do. No, my mom, like she's, she goes into the counter bench, she's like, oh, can I have this mulberry bag? It's like, no, I can't have my own mother walking around town with a fake mulberry. She's like, I don't care though. I'm like, no, see, she, that's what I mean. Like no one... No one really cares. <laughs>